Hello, and welcome to Boating Industry Insider, your on-the-go source for industry trends, latest news, and the people who move the market. I'm Tim Henniger, editor of Boating Industry Magazine, and your host. On today's podcast, we'll be visiting with John Bulow, Mercury Marine Vice President of Global Operations. This episode is sponsored by Protective Asset Protection. John, why don't you tell me about some of the new and exciting things you're involved with here at Mercury? I know you had a position change recently. Why don't you tell our uh, podcast listeners what you're up to? Great, Tim. Happy to do so. Uh, pleasure being with you this afternoon, and yeah, it's an exciting time here at Mercury, and I, uh, as you mentioned, just uh, have taken on a new role. Uh, just announced a couple of weeks ago, we've had some management changes, and I'm responsible for global operations. So as vice president of global operations, I have responsibility for Mercury's operational activity, both domestic and abroad. Previously, you're involved with casting um, Europe and Middle East and Africa. What's what was the Middle East and Africa like in terms of markets for uh, Mercury? Oh, absolutely. So I actually joined Mercury in 2004. I joined as the finance director for Mercruiser, and about a year and a half after joining, I had the great opportunity to go over and be the CFO for Brunswick's activities in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. So I was headquartered in Brussels, Belgium, and uh, really exciting opportunity. It was great to uh, get a much deeper understanding of all the different markets around the globe and understand the different nuances uh, of uh, what is required to go out and win in the different regions of the world. Um, entering your position as Vice President of Global Operations mm-hmm. now, what does that entail? I mean, you're entering it, um, you have a chance to visit with people in the company, people in the industry. Uh, maybe explain to our listeners what, uh, what you're doing now. Sure. So uh, one of our biggest strategic initiatives uh, for the foreseeable future is to continue the uh, rapid pace of innovation that we've been undertaking here, bringing new product to the market. And I'm in the excited position, uh, exciting position where I have the opportunity to continue to make significant investments to build up our organizational capability to take that product to market. So everything, uh, we're a relatively vertically integrated company. Uh, we have a lot of control over our castings, our uh, coding, our machining, and our assembly, which gives us uh, great control over our quality and our cost. And so we've continued to make rapid investment, uh, significant investment, and we're going to continue to do that. So I'm focused on putting in those investments and executing on our capacity expansion plan to meet the demands of the growing market and the growing demands for our exceptional product that we've uh, continued to take out into the marketplace. One of my favorite areas to talk about is controls and rigging. I mean, mainly because you have to do it right. It has to be thought out, and if it isn't, well, then you have time with the customer. Talk about your years working in that area of the company and some of the things that you learned um, from that experience. Absolutely. So prior to this current role, I was the vice president of category and had responsibility for product management and strategy, and that was for our engine portfolio as well as our controls, rigging, and propellers. We are very focused on not only taking the greatest engines out to the marketplace, but coupling them with the most intuitive and reliable control systems to bring uh, ease of boating and peace of mind to the boater. 
So we continue to uh, make advancements in technology that enables uh, virtually anybody to maneuver their boat like an expert and to have great peace of mind when they're on the water. Uh, and we, so at the same time as advancing those technical capabilities, we're also expanding it into greater portions of our uh, product offering. So, for example, originally things like joystick were just introduced for the real premium uh, products or vessels. Originally, we introduced it on our pods, then we expanded it to our stern drive and uh, a few years ago to our outboards. So there's an example of how, and over that same time, we've added more features to our joystick systems. There's an example of how we make our joysticks um, both more feature-rich as well expanding them to other segments of the market. I know there's been a lot of excitement around the busy time you've had with the product launches. Um, can you address you know, your role in saying, look, we finally have everything, we've brought it to market, we've announced it to the industry. Um, you know, moving into your new position, what's been most exciting about the, uh, the announcements that have made, been made by the company in terms of engine and product? Well, of course, we just introduced the largest uh, new product introduction in our company's history with new platform from 175 up to 300 horsepower. And in my category role, I was intimately involved in the, uh, in the process of bringing that to market and now get to pick up from my predecessor, Chris Dries, and work with the operations team to continue to uh, build and, and uh, um, add to the great work they've, that they've done and building the product and satisfying the demand. What are you hearing from the industry, from dealers, boat manufacturers on the product announcements? Are they surprised? Are they pleased? Do they want more? It's bigger, it's larger boats. Um, maybe address that a little bit. The uh, response from the market has just been fabulous. We are so proud of what we've done and uh, very, very pleased with the product and uh, thrilled to hear how delighted the consumers are and the performance of the product. So around the world, markets are healthy. And uh, with this product uh, that we recently introduced, the demand for it has been uh, really tremendous. You're listening to the Boating Industry Insider Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsor. This edition of Boating Industry Insider is brought to you by Protective Asset Protection. Protective's FPC Premium Marine Protection has been serving marine dealers for 40 years, providing dealers' customers true peace of mind, knowing their watercraft purchase is covered against some of the most costly repairs. With their new 90-day limited warranty program, Protective helps dealers close more sales and keep customers satisfied. To learn more about this new warranty program, visit protectiveassetprotection.com marine. And now, more from John Bulow with Mercury Marine. We're currently in good, strong, single-digit growth. No one's going to deny that. We're holding well. We're going on our sixth, seventh year of growth. What's your major concern right now with something that might erode the marketplace? Is it the tariff situation? Is it workforce? What are your largest concerns right now? As we look forward, 
we are anticipating that the market, as you said, which are healthy today, is going to continue. We are not seeing any any real slowdown in the foreseeable future. There are, of course, those uh, unexpected things that could happen, some sort of shock that could uh, uh, lead to a downturn quicker than we're anticipating. But we just stay focused on what's within our control, really focused on bringing the greatest product to the marketplace, focus on delivering uh, a superior consumer experience, and focus on operational excellence to make sure that we can deliver on the consumer uh, demands. Talk a little bit about your background as a recreational boater and enjoying maybe some of the products the company manufactures. How did you get into boating? Did, did you grow up with it? I mean, what's boating in terms of a lifestyle for you? I've been, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up boating. My, uh, my family were, was a boating family. So uh, from the time I was little, I spent uh, the short summers here in Wisconsin uh, out on the water enjoying fishing and other recreational activities. And that's just stuck with me through, uh, throughout my whole life. So even prior to uh, joining the industry as a professional, uh, I was always a boater, even in my adulthood, and uh, still continue to have uh, great, uh, great times on the water with the family uh, as often as we possibly can. Regarding workforce, I know it is a critical industry issue. Um, technicians, we're having difficulty, I mean, working with, we need to find them, we need apprenticeship, we need technical school. I mean, as you visit with people in the industry or talk to people about marine and careers and working possibly with Mercury as a company, what are some of your concerns about being able to say, look, we can bring younger people into our workforce, we can leverage our older experienced employees, we can continue to build what's been a great business. What are some of your primary workforce concerns uh, as we move forward? So the demands and the requirements of the workforce are really changing across the entire enterprise or organization. Uh, you mentioned uh, the technician uh, shortage that the industry is experiencing. Um, our service organization is uh, undertaking a number of initiatives to help to uh, bolster the, uh, the capabilities and the supply of qualified technicians. Uh, right here, and especially in the world that I'm now responsible for, uh, having the highly skilled workforce that we need uh, is a primary concern. So what makes us a world-class operation uh, and organization is our continued investments that we make in capabilities, but also the quality, the dedication, the experience of our workforce, and those requirements are changing. As an example, as we've invested significant, uh, significantly in castings, machining, assembly to support existing and new product lines. Um, when you walk through there today, you probably saw the high degree of automation. So that significantly changes the type of uh, workforce that we need. So as an example, we've partnered with our local technical college to develop a um, machining fundamentals course. It uh, consists of about 80 hours of machining fundamentals. And uh, to date, we've sent about 160 Mercury employees through that. Additionally, we are recruiting in other areas, so we have a much greater need for people with capabilities and uh, experience in uh, programming, programming or in automation, all to uh, help to optimize and keep our state-of-the-art facilities running at peak levels. Okay. 
that's this episode of the Boating Industry Insider Podcast. Don't forget to join us soon for another episode. Looking for additional online industry news? Receive our free e-newsletter by visiting BoatingIndustry.com and clicking on the subscribe button. If you love the Boating Industry Insider Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. This episode was produced by EPG Media, audio mixed by Haley Nelson. Music and sound effects provided by freesound.org. Special thanks to our guest, Tom Domrick, president of the National Marine Manufacturers Association, and our sponsor, Protective Asset Protection. This podcast was recorded in the offices of EPG Media and Specialty Information.